All right. Back on the Radical Humanity saddle there. Um, I am Ben Hoover, and as I just said, this is Radical Humanity, my podcast show. And, uh, yeah, this is my side gig. I'm a marriage and family therapist, and uh, this is something that I do in the privacy of my bedroom. This is where the the magic happens. This is the only magic that happens. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That's a fun personal detail. Um, Anyway, uh, yes, this is... um, this is where I just get to kind of unravel my life and um, process, again, various experiences and so on and so forth and make some connections in the, the bigger picture, the bigger narrative of life. And uh, I, again, I, I as I said in probably a prior episode, I, I, I'm enjoying this more and more, just talking out my, uh, my experience, my unfolding story. And and then connecting it to the the, the bigger you know the the bigger storyline in life, um, and I you know I I gotta say I'm with all this deep challenging tumultuous agonizing inner work I am enjoying life way more than I ever have. Where the unknown was often for me filled with so much anxiety. Am I going to get hurt? Am I going to, I mean, whatever version of hurt you want to say. I mean, mostly it's, it had to do with the relational realm. Am I, am I going to get rejected? Uh, judgment. Are things going to come to an end between me and this person? If I share my truth, if I'm honest about myself, if I'm honest about um, feelings, that come up in the context of me and the, with this other person that I'm angry, that I'm hurt, or that I like them, or I have romantic feelings, whatever it is. Um, yeah, the unknown, I would have this experience of incredible stomach-churning anxiety. And there's still some of that, but boy, I, I guess, you know, what's, what's starting to shift for me is that there's an excitement growing. And I can't wait for that to be the main thing that takes over when it comes to uh, engaging in the unknown. Um, and it's been, I, I mean, I can go into detail about what it's been like, and I probably will at some point uh, really kind of delve into my story there. But, um, but boy, has it been a journey, an odyssey of finding myself, of becoming connected to myself and connected to life and connected to others and being and living in the present, uh, in the now. Uh, you know, we often talk about that, but it's a real struggle to just be in our own body, to live in our own experiencing, to trust our inkling, our nudge, to be honest at the risk of loss. It really is. And we have all these kind of pithy, uh, uh, hallmarky statements, and yet, it, for, in my opinion, it's never done a look of good for me because it all, it's only frustrated me because those are, you know, nice, pleasant statements of finding peace and living. But, but no one has really kind of gone into what that journey is really like to find peace within, to detach from the world, to, 
to become independent, to differentiate from your family, from others, from, and really find your groove. It's, it's, it's not an easy, easy path. We don't talk about disillusionment. We don't talk about uh, a weeping and loss and, and despair and, and hunger and frustration and anger. And I mean, it's a messy, messy, <laughs> rocky experience to find ourselves being present, being vulnerable, living in mystery, embracing mystery so differently. Um, and so, but, but I, I, for me, gosh, life is, is taking a turn and I get more excited. I was even, when I was headed down for the weekend to see my parents, I, there was this excitement in me of, Ooh, Ooh, I'm going to go for a hike here. Ooh, I wonder what kind of conversations are going to come up. I wonder what I'm going to experience. What I'm, well, maybe I'll discover something. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. Same thing with clients. I don't know what's going to come up in session. It used to be where I had to have this plan and all these interventions laid out, laid out and, you know, I'd go into a session and that, that stuff would just get chucked, just tossed away. All that hard, anxious, stomach-churning work would just dissolve because the, the, because the experience, because the, the, the person in the room is in a different place. Something shifts in them. They have a different thing they're processing or come up, you know, and you just can't plan for that. The only thing I can prepare for is that this is going to be mystery, and let's see what happens. And that actually is very relative to what I'm talking about today. And in this episode, this is called, This is Not an Accident. Now, you're probably familiar with statements, and I... I'm going to be really candid here. They piss me off. But, you know, people will say, and there's still truth, there's some ring of truth to that, but people will say, well, this happened for a reason. There's a reason to this. But sometimes that goddamn reason is really hard to understand. And sometimes people, my experience of it, and I could be off, but it's just how I experience it. Sometimes when people say that towards themselves, you know, it's trying to recalibrate, it's trying to tip the scales, it's trying to... To, to, to find hope in the midst of pain instead of, in my opinion, embracing pain, embracing the hurt, embracing that they're pissed, embracing that they're discouraged or disappointed. Instead, they kind of try to uh, fumigate that with this, with this kind of pleasant hallmarky statement that, well, everything happens for a reason, you know. And I think for me in my journey is I don't, I don't go into that. I don't you know, sometimes I might dip into that. Sometimes I might reach into the, uh, uh, you know, onto the shelf and grab that. You know, if I'm in a in a moment of despair, in a moment of feeling helpless, in a moment of being flooded with pain. But I quickly lose that. I let go of that because I realize, for me, I want to embrace what's happening now. Whether it's heartbreak, it's going through the sadness, the the hurt, the 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 reality that I don't want to let go, or or if it's my experience with my dad, it's realizing sometimes I feel helpless, or I feel angry, or uh, I I just don't know, or sometimes I feel numb, or I you know I, I don't I don't have any feeling, um, I don't I don't try to polish it up, I don't try to sparkle it, um, and and sometimes I run into people where there's an attempt to do that, and I get it. The, the reality is there's my, my hunch in that, my theory in that, is they're trying to navigate the pain, the struggle, the, 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 the ache that goes on with life. Um, and so uh, 
so when I, as I title this episode, what I wanted to talk about is is a specific event that I had with a friend, an encounter that I had, one of those kind of enigmatic encounters, those serendipitous moments. Um, but sometimes, you know, we'll we'll use that. Well, this is an accident, or this happened for a reason. When it comes to tragedies, and I and I want to just say that I I don't for me. A tragedy is a tragedy. Trauma is trauma. Abuse is abuse. Yes, there are there is a story and details behind some of that stuff. Um, but the reality is 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 that doesn't take away from how devastating it is, how awful it is, how much it can do in the, those moments and for years it can rob a person's joy and life, and vibrancy, and sense of self, and capacity to ex- enjoy life deeply. So, um, so I don't ever want to polish that, and, and, you know, sparkle that, and, and make that so pleasant sounding, you know, I mean, you know, there, there are the big catastrophic, catastrophic events that we just don't know, we don't know, and the only thing we do is, uh, is invite uh, feeling the emotional storms of having gone through those experiences. And, and and so I think that's the only way out of that. And we might find reason in that, or we might find a, a greater story in that, or, or something arises in our understanding of that. But, uh, but at the time being, no. Like if I were to have someone in a session or a friend and they'd gone through something painful, I, you know, I would address that. I would say, no, this is awful. You know, when, when I've had some people have gone through breakups and they'll say, you know, but it'll get better. And I said, actually, I'd rather you just embrace now that it's awful, that it hurts, that it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's stabs you deeply in the heart to let that be that you hate it. Like, that's been the only way that I've been able to embrace going through loss or whatever capacity of pain or event that creates pain in me. Um, and so, now, um, now the thing is, is I think there something can arise as we embrace the pain, as we boldly face the hurt uh, and the, the, what's created in us out of those traumas and those outcomes that I think we can thrive and we can live and we can find ourselves in vibrancy and, and something shifts for us in the way that we see what's happened to us. Um, so uh, I, I think that uh, there can be these incredible transformative experiences, understanding that can arise, but it comes with our embrace. It comes with us tackling that. It comes with us facing the hurt and not pushing that away or polishing that up. So all that to say is, you know, um, I don't like to treat, uh, you know, catastrophic hurts and events and, and tragedies and uh, evil things as, oh, well, there's a reason. It's, um, no, I think I think what's, what's most significant, most healing and valuable is that we can let it be what it is and, and call it what it is. Um, and and not uh, try to alter it, but allow allow a, a deepen deepening and understanding and something to evolve or, or grow within us as we um, embrace it for what it is. But um, but I wanted to talk about some of those things that um, events in our life 
that just you just know they're not an accident. They're they're serendipitous. There's something meaningful to it, and uh, it, it sometimes it's it's out of grasp. The understanding's elusive, but you just know deep within, ah, this. There's there there there's a message in this. There's there's something there, beyond beyond kind of a surface, maybe understanding or evaluation of it. And so I ran into a friend at a uh, at a grocery store, and um, a friend of mine I haven't seen her in a while, um, and uh, she was there with with two of her three daughters and um and I was just I was lost in my phone I don't even know what I was doing I was looking something up in the in the aisle and all of a sudden I hear Ben and there she is and uh, you know we embrace and we talk and um and and then you know she asked me about my dad and whatnot but I but I you know ask how she's doing and she brings up this pain that she's been in and she's been in pain for a while and she's gone through so many different kind of treatments and chiropractor and whatnot and um, and still this pain uh, is unrelenting. It, it, it doesn't relent. It doesn't give up. And how frustrating that's been for her. And for her at her age, we're around the same age in our mid-30s, and, um, and how it's been so frustrating because she's even said, she goes, I feel like an, I feel like an old woman. And, um, and I, you know, I've had, I've, I've had symptoms and ailments going on in myself and, um, and, um, and, you know, regardless of these treatments, even though she's had these treatments, it still uh, hasn't corrected anything, hasn't cured. She still has this pain that comes up, and then it, it, it it's not enough to, it doesn't paralyze her, it, it, you know, it doesn't put her in this catatonic state, but it it's disrupts life, and, and, um, and it's enough to... Uh, um, kind of siphon enjoyment. So, you know, I'm listening to her. And, you know, when, I don't know if you've had these experiences where people are talking about their struggles or talking about their hurt, and you don't know what to do in those moments. You just, you feel helpless. Some people will say, man, well, I'll be thinking about you, or man, I'll, you know, like, that's rough, or, you know, we'll, we'll do whatever we can, because we just, we don't know. We, we really don't know. Um, if you're in the religious community, I've heard this a lot, as a, you know, in the past when I was a part of all, the, the, the gatherings and stuff is, man, I'll pray for you. I'll be praying for you. And it's it's all well and good, but even in that, if I were to say that, and I can't speak for other people, but if I were to say that, it's because I have a I don't have a goddamn clue what to do. This person's opening up. They're talking about pain, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain, and I don't know what to do in those moments. I'm lost. And the best thing I could do is... You know, my way of navigating that is, oh man, well, I'll pray for you, or like I'll be thinking about you, or, and um, you know, it's this this attempt, this meager attempt in me to to offer consolation and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. But the reality is, is what I'd like to say is, I don't even know what to do when I listen to you, man. I feel this helplessness. I want to know more. I want to know more of what that's been like and really hear your story. And, and, you know, that's, that's how I embrace it a lot more now. In the past, yeah, I would, I'd really constrict. I'd, I mean, hell if I knew what to do in those moments. Um, but I've learned to really listen to my experience and speak from that. Um, 
but but so so we have these encounters. But and here's the thing. This is why I'm talking about this. Is again, I don't know if you ever have these encounters that there again. There's just more happening underneath the surface. You can't put words to it or understanding right away. Again, it's 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 elusive. It's out of reach. But there's this there's this different frequency going on. You just know, it just is nagging at you that, man, this is not an accident that we ran into each other. And I wonder how often that happens in life. Yeah, sometimes we try to extract more meaning than what it is, and sometimes it is what it is. But, and there's these moments, you just wonder, I wonder if life happens more often in that way, where there's there's more meaning from it. Um but it, but it's out of grasp. And so with this friend, you know, we're talking, I'm listening to her, and I said, God, you know, I'll be thinking about that. Is that just, I don't know, that's just weird. And, and you know, I said, imagine that's been so frustrating for you. And, um, you know, and so it was, it was a quick conversation, and we weren't going to really go deep in the middle of the aisle, although we could, and who knows what would happen. But there was this, I just couldn't shake it with her. You know, there was, it, it stayed with me, what she's going through. It bothered me. And, you know, in the last several years, um, outside of the therapy room with clients, but, but a lot of it inside, I've, there's been, how do I even describe it? I was, I was taking a little bit of notes. Like, how do I, how do I put words to this? So I'm going to, this is the, this is the best I can do. So hopefully it makes sense. Now, I've learned in therapy because I, you know, when you're in school, you you just you armor up with all these interventions. There's you know ten to twenty different ways of doing therapy with someone and or seeing the how the the amalgamation of a human and what makes them up in the psychological realm and what creates this and that and so on and so forth. And you come in just like overloaded and stockpiled with all of these interventions and theories and assumptions and so on and so forth. But what I love the training I got because what I've learned is to really be immersed in the experience. All the interventions go away and I become the intervention, meaning I'm there engaging with the person in a very relational, attuned, experiential, attachment way. Meaning... I'm like mom and dad. I whatever I'm interacting with, there's something going on. I feel anxious. There, I've had clients that are highly anxious clients, and before they even come to the room, before they even probably arrive in the parking lot, I start feeling anxious. Weird phenomenon. And when they're in the room, there's this anxiety, and I'll bring it up. All right, or I'll feel anger or frustrated, or I'll feel this sadness, or I'll feel something just. There's just various experiences happen. Or what's interesting is when, when someone opens up, man, there's such a different connection. I feel an openness in myself. I feel close. I feel connected. There's this energy. Or I'll have clients that are disconnected from themselves. Like they'll, they'll be in their head cerebrally, and I could feel myself get really tired trying to keep my eyes open. And, you know, part of that is because I didn't get good sleep, but the real part of it is that you know, I can not get good sleep and have a really energizing, connected, intimate experience with a client. But then there are those that, like, they're very detached. They're distant from themselves. So they talk cerebrally. It's just facts and details and stuff. 
But there's this whole interpersonal dimension, this whole realm and frequency going on in the room that if you don't pay attention to your own experience, which we're often not taught that growing up, how to listen to that intuitive part of ourselves, that, that nudge, um, what the, the, all the inner, inner uh, commotion going on within. Um, if we don't listen to that, then we, we miss those messages. But I was, I was taught and trained very beautifully to really listen to that and to, constantly, to really bring that in the room. Um, because that invites a different connection. That in, uh, mirrors to the client that something's going on in them. Um, sometimes it's experiencing their world. Sometimes it's how other people experience that person. Either way, there's this, um, there are these inklings, these nudges, these, these visceral uh, uh, experience, uh, reactions going on in myself that say a lot about what's happening between me and the client. So a lot about the client. So I've learned to trust that and bring that in the room and share that and speak to that. And, um, and you get clients that when you're honest with them, you're up front, they, man, does that open up a whole different conversation, whole different, it, we start going into some deeper stuff, some insight, some, you begin to really mirror their, their life, their world. And then, and, and then, and, and be able to say, man, I do not feel connected to you right now. I feel like you're far away from yourself or I feel frustrated and I don't know why. And, and, and because I don't sometimes, but that is an invitation to start kind of, uh, exploring what might be happening with the, with the person. Um, and some leave. I've had clients get up and just leave in the session when I've been confrontational, when I've addressed the truth, when I've been honest with them. Um, so, it, it depends. But so anyway, I've learned that. And even my experiences in the past with the church, when I was once a part of that, like started, uh, I, I also gained muscle in that area of, man, something's off or there's this, something comes on me and, and this message sort of stirs up in me and I'm just going to share it. And it's amazing what happens at times that it touches someone, you know, they, they tear up and, um, and again, I know that sounds weird. I know that sounds strange. Well, because it is, because we don't often operate in that realm. Um, but it happens, uh, whether we're attuned to it or not. There's something happening. Um, and, and, and again, I think, I think if we were to begin to really listen to our visceral reactions, the, the, this, this experiencing happening in us, um, man, I start to have very different connections, start to have, start to live very differently, but it means being, becoming really present in ourselves. Um, and that's what I mean, like even in the beginning when I've become present, it means I start to listen to this direction, this compass going on in me. So I've learned where, when I want to hang out with people, when I don't, when I want to go to an adventure, when I want to rest, when I want to write, when creativity comes out of me, I mean, all of that. Um, when anxiety starts to surface, that means, oh, I've got something to process, some feeling to go on. And that happens in the middle of the night. That I mean, just whenever it happens. Um, and so, so with this friend, um, it just, just wasn't leaving me, just her just what was going on. And we met before I, I went away for the weekend. We ran into each other. And so the next day, I thought, I woke up really early in the morning, and I thought, man, I got to tell her what's, 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 
uh, what's surfacing in me, what, what the, the signal, the, this message going on in me. Um, and so I was so nervous, and I gave her a call, and she didn't answer, and she called me the next day. And I was so nervous because I don't know how she's going to react. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, it's, it's the unknown. But I knew if I put it off and stuff, it would just, I would get more and more restless. And I'm scared. And here's the thing. The reality is, is like, I'm saying this because I care about her. I'm saying because, you know, there's love there and I'm, a, you know, an, an, an investment and she's a friend of mine. And, you know, it's a, a not, you know, not like trying to annihilate her soul here. I'm, I'm really just... Um, hopefully kind of speaking something that's going to wake something up or nourish. I don't know. Again, I don't know the outcome. All I know is to say something. And, um, and, and, and so, oh, and that was the other thing. Cause the reality is when I started listening to that, I'm like, man, that's interesting that the pain still happens. And there's, I wonder, there's more happening underneath the surface. And she even said that she said, yeah, I think there." I think I think there's something more going on in me. I I just don't know what that is, and so when we ended up talking, you know, I I told her and I gave, I gave her this nervous preamble. Even said like I'm really anxious, you know. I mean, basically take this with a grain of salt. I don't know, um, but I told her. I said I said look like when you told me that, it stuck with me, and you know, and, and I I didn't I didn't want to let that go. And I care about you, and I just want to say this, and I don't know if this will stick. I, you know, you 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 know, do what do what you will with it. It's, you know, if you want to say fuck off or you know screw off or whatnot, fine. I I get it, but I just want you to know that I, I'm saying this out of care. And I and I told her, and I said, look, I feel like, you know, you're you're held back in life. You're restricted. There, there's, um, you know, like. I know that, that you enjoy, I imagine you enjoy and you're phenomenal in certain aspects of your life. There's just this hunch in me that you're really held back. I know you've been going through some hard times and grief and whatnot, but you know, sometimes when we hold things inside and we're held back and we feel stuck, like it can come out uh, in, on a physiological uh, dimension. It starts surfacing in our bodies. And just the fact that nothing's working and correcting this tells me that, that I, I, like, I, I want you to trust your intuition, that there's something more, and to follow that. Um, and I said, this may not be your case, but sometimes when we, we really suppress anger, a lot of feeling, but a lot of, a lot of times anger, it can come out in our body. It'll start manifesting in our bodies and showing up. And... And so, um, and so anyway, I mean, that, so that's what I said to her. And she goes, wow. She goes, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll be thinking about that or praying about that or whatnot. And, um, but thank you. And, you know, it was, it was this conversation where I thought sometimes there's this hope of, um, well, I, you know, I hope maybe she'll break down and cry or maybe I'll be like, that's it. You know, you, you see it. And cause I've had some of those experiences at times when I've, when I've touched that part of someone in a psychological sense, like when I, when I, I hit that note. Um, and that wasn't the case for her. But all I knew is I, I felt relief because I said what I wanted to say. I, 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 spoke wh- I spoke whatever this message that was stirring in me. I delivered the mail in a way. Um, and, you know, it's up to her what she wants to do with it. But, but for me, there was this moment prior to that, um, actually the day before, before I even called her, where I... How do I describe it? I was so excited and 
And it was like this, um, I felt full. I felt this overflow of enjoyment, of um, the richness of life that, man, I get to experience life in this way where these interactions are so rich. Sometimes the interactions are about going into deeper places with someone, like uh, uh, unearthing something deeper that they've been holding on to, that, that have kept them from being free. And sometimes it's just laughing with someone, and sometimes it's going on adventures, and whatever it is, it's like, this is life. This is incredible. And I was so moved by that. Um, it, it, it stirred so viscerally in me, so profoundly, that I get to experience life, that there's more, there's more to life than what meets the eye. I think sometimes we go through life and we treat it in an ordinary way. You know, there's the, the rote, the routine, the, 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 um, the basics, the fundamentals of life. There's the way it, you know, just happens. But for me, sometimes, and I don't want to say all the time, it's, you know, it doesn't mean like I go reading into every situation, but sometimes there's these stirrings that happen. Sometimes there's these moments that are serendipitous of, ah, this is, this is, there's a message in here. I just don't know what that is. There's something to unearth. Um, it, it, it means something. It's meant to be in another way, in, in another sense. When my ex-girlfriend, you know, the way we even met, it was meant to be for that time, for that moment. It brought a lot up to the surface for me. It, it revealed so much of what's unfinished and unprocessed in my life. It taught me about the kind of love I want. It taught me about the kind of person I want to be in a relationship and just in life. Um, it, was, it, it really unveiled so much. I like the word unearth. It, it, it unearthed. It dug up so much for me. Um, and it was. It was literally a meant-to-be moment. Um, and then, then we kind of tried to force things to happen, but, uh, but, but in the beginning, it was very, very special, and, and it was serendipitous, and it, was, it wasn't an accident. So, um, so the same thing with this friend. There was, there, there's, more, there's more going on. And I wonder, again, how we have these experiences with people in our life, and it just itches and nags at us. And, and if we really pay attention to our experience and we were to have these moments where we can bring that to the person, we can be honest, we can share that, um, man, how profound that is. And even she said uh, on the conversation, or in the conversation, she goes, are you going to tell me that I need therapy? Because I'm not against that. And, you know, and I thought about that, how sometimes we might resort to giving that feedback or that, that information or advice. And, and that's like, you know, it's not for me to say. It's, it's. Not for me to, to tell someone, oh, yeah, you should get therapy. Like, I don't know. I, that's, that wasn't the message. The message was, I think there's something more there. And I, and I don't know what that is. I literally don't know. Um, all I, the only thing that I got was that, there's, that she's restricted. She's held back. She's, um, she, there's so much suppressed in her. And, that, and that's keeping her from really being alive and living. And I wondered. I wonder if the pain is communicating that, that that um, that you're caged, you're trapped, you've been feeling helpless, and for me in my own journey, that that helplessness has been um, the 
the the jail cell. And that's not the best way to put it. The helplessness has been shaken up when I've gotten angry, when I've let myself enrage, when I've, that helps me get unstuck and find what I'm looking for, find what I'm in searching, I'm in search of. Um, so this is, this is what stirred up in me with this friend. And, and I love that because it was outside the therapy realm. Because I want those moments with my friends. I want those encounters with people. Like, not that I'm going to be searching for them, but, you know, I wonder how sometimes I'm, I, I, I lose those frequencies. You know, I don't know why. Um, or, no, you know what? That's not, that's not, I don't like that. Actually, I think sometimes the frequencies happen when they happen. It's not something to go searching for and trying to, you know, trying to pick up and fine tune and force it to happen. It's just, it just, it happens. Sometimes life is just routine and you go about grocery shopping and you pick up food and you, you go and you cook when you get home. And sometimes you run into someone and it's a chance encounter and you don't know why that happens or you begin, if you stick with it, you begin to see why. You begin to find out that, ah, there's, there's, there's more to the story here. And that I love. And you read that in stories, right? Where someone runs into something, someone and they have something for that person and what. But man, this is, this is story out, the story outside the pages. Outside of what we read. Outside of what we experience in movies. That this actually happens in life. For me, it's when I open myself up to that. And I let that be a part of the way I live in the world. And that from there... Something beautiful, something incredible, something phenomenal, uh, some phenomenological can happen as a result of that. And I'm not someone that, you know, wants to, you know, just kind of overtly make meaning of something. But that happens. It does. Um, so, on that note, I can feel myself losing steam and... <laughs> I'm trying to create more stuff to say, and that means that it's it's time for me to go. So um, on that note, I hope that you begin to listen to your experience. I hope that you pay attention to those inner stirrings, the feelings that come up in you, the senses you get, that there's some there's truth in there. There's a voice in there that's that's trying to say something. You'll have these interactions with people. You feel that something's off. You feel that that that, that there's this something switches on, something nags at you, itches at you. And I hope that you listen to that. Begin to share that. Because boy, I tell you, you begin to have different connections with people. You begin to interact differently. But it takes, again, it takes finding ourselves. It takes learning to live presently and trusting that experience and trusting that guidance from within. And again, it's not like this is going to happen every day. But you never know when it's going to happen. I've had moments where someone comes onto my heart and I call them. And, I, and again, where I might go somewhere or travel somewhere or be somewhere, that, ah, that's where the guidance, that, that's that guidance, that's that inkling. And I've learned to trust that. And life for me is way more exciting. Living out of that place, living out of that, that center. So, 
may you trust that. May you begin to listen to that. And may you see what that opens up to, what, how life opens up and unfolds and enriches and becomes more vibrant. So, all right, I'm out of here. Till next time.